Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I am here today on Arkansas AgCast to talk about Farm Bureau Week. We're talking about the importance of Farm Bureau membership, membership in Arkansas Farm Bureau and what that supports, what that means, uh, all the things that Arkansas Farm Bureau is involved with from supporting agriculture, the state's largest industry, to community programs, to youth leadership, education across the board. That's what we're focused on this week. And to talk about that issue, I'm joined by Arkansas Farm Bureau Executive Vice President Warren Carter. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you, Rob. Glad to be here. So, like I said, we're, we're talking about this is Farm Bureau Week, and we've been uh, posting a lot of things in our social media about what it means. What is the story behind the story of Arkansas Farm Bureau membership? Um, we're highlighting things that that membership supports uh, that people may not think of right away. So I want to talk about that with you and what your, you know, what is the importance of these memberships and what kind of things, you know, off the top of your head, what is the most important things they're supporting here? Hey, Rob. Uh, yeah, you know, here probably a year or so ago, I had an opportunity to make a presentation uh, actually at a county farm bureau meeting, and I was asked by some folks down there to talk about what you just said, actually, uh, uh, what what is the me- membership, and really from a little bit different perspective, why would somebody pay $40 mm-hmm. to join the farm bureau? And I kind of broke it down into three things uh, at the time. Um, I think like joining any membership organization or participating in a club where you pay membership dues or, or whatever, uh, there are reasons people do that. Mm-hmm. And I think people will join an organization uh, because, one, what it stands for, right. two, for the things it does, and then three, uh, for some personal benefit you might derive from it and, mm-hmm. and really broke it uh, down that way, and there's so many things I think, Rob, in each of those uh, categories that we right. do. You look at what we stand for, and we have this grassroots policy development process where we have members all over the state that come together and tell us uh, literally what we do stand for. And while we're known most for our support of the state's largest industry, mm-hmm. agriculture. And certainly I think that benefits not only our agriculture producing members, but everyone else because there's an economic benefit right. to the state. Um, but there's so many things other, they do support agriculture, but I think they're much more general in terms of, of supporting the state as a whole. And you mentioned education. Our policy mm-hmm. supports strong education systems and programs at all levels. Right. Uh, we support, obviously, from an ag marketing perspective, but it benefits everyone. We support a good road system, good right. highways, good, yeah. strong, uh, good strong transportation uh, system in our state. Um, and there's just so many uh, other things. Uh, as you look at our mission, as it relates to not only supporting agriculture, but supporting 
uh, rural communities. And, and I think if you sure. look at our policy as a whole, it really reflects Arkansas values, right? Uh, rural values. And I think uh, if you looked at our policy and the positions we take, the things we stand for, mm-hmm. uh, I think anybody could uh, could could see that it would be beneficial to them. Well, and I think that's an important thing we don't uh, talk about. You know, it, it, traditionally we do highlight a lot of the, the last of those categories you mentioned, what you receive, a personal benefit, and we talk about that, and certainly that is an aspect of Farm Bureau membership, discounts that you get mm-hmm. or opportunities to save on certain things, you know, trucks and equipment mm-hmm. and clothing, all, all kinds of things. But, you know, this week we really wanted to turn that spotlight on on some of the other things that that membership supports. And we don't talk that much about, you know, the fact that sometimes you join something to to support what it stands for. And you talked about some of those things, those those issues. We are that kind of organization, a grassroots organization, where people, the members, are telling us what we stand for. And so that's an opportunity you have as a member to participate in that process of saying, this is what Arkansas Farm Bureau is all about. And like I said, in that middle piece, too, you're talking about some of these things uh, that we support with the, the education and the mm-hmm. leadership. Let's talk a little bit about that. And yeah. Well, Rob, the second thing there was, you know, things that we do. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, we always start with our support for youth and youth education programs uh, in the state. We're very large supporters of our FFA, Future Farmers mm-hmm. of America programs, uh, our 4-H, uh, which is certainly a, yeah. a huge youth uh, leadership development and and, and a, a great program for our youth. Uh, we support things all across the state, even at the county farm bureau level in schools in support of youth. Um, we have our young farmer and rancher programs, which right. is leadership development. Uh, in agriculture, our president's leadership council kicks off here just in another week. Right, I was going to say that's coming right now. <clears throat> and uh, that's a, a little more in-depth and intense uh, training, I would say, mm-hmm. in terms of of looking deeper into Farm Bureau and the things it does. But it also has a huge mix of simple leadership development. And, and I think we're preparing people Yes, to be leaders in agriculture, but uh, to be leaders really at any level, in their local communities, in right. the county, uh, at the state, whatever it may be. So a lot of leadership development work. We have our women's leadership program, mm-hmm. again, developing leadership in the state. We give, uh, if you look at the state and county farm bureaus combined, we're probably giving over $200,000 a year now in scholarships to mm-hmm. kids for for higher education. Uh, so that, that too is a big deal if you look at youth and, and youth education. There, there are other things. You know, you look through our foundation. We've given literally hundreds of thousands of dollars to disaster relief right. efforts uh, since its inception. Um, we've given education grants and some community mm-hmm. development type grants uh, through that entity as, uh, as well. Um, and we talked a little bit about that as one of the elements that, uh, you know, I mean, that's something that kicks in a lot here, obviously, Arkansas weather being what it is, right. um, whether it's tornadoes or floods or even some of this cold weather we've had when it damages certain things and systems. And we're, we're there for that. We're there to help people impact, you know. And, yeah. again, we we have the foundation, which is a, a donation uh, thing, but the 
the memberships support the ability to do all of these things and the ability to run the foundation and the ability to, to make sure all of these things are happening. And that's, that's sort of an important factor here. And, and you mentioned weather. We've had one the last few years, a disaster called uh, the COVID-19 epidemic. Yep. And through that, uh, we've provided a tremendous amount of support to food banks mm-hmm. in Arkansas to feed, uh, feed hungry, less fortunate a tremendous amount of money to the Ronald McDonald House, which right. is a, a part, not a part, but I guess a part of Children's Hospital right, yeah. in terms of providing housing for families that have, have children in long-term care there. So we're supporting broader efforts there in terms of what we do. Um, you know, you look, I, I said what we stood for, and, and and it relates to some things that we do. Uh, you know, we're, we're very involved in... Uh, uh, having a sustainable agriculture system, mm-hmm. uh, sustainable first being profitable, but second right. being something that long-term as it relates to the environment. Yeah. And we've got a number of programs. We have an environmental issues committee, and uh, we've supported things such as the Discovery Farms program, which right. is actually edge-of-field runoff testing uh, to demonstrate, one, that Farmers are good stewards of the land and in mm-hmm. most cases are not uh, really causing the pollution that sometimes it's accused of. But even from a farmer perspective and what people don't realize, in a lot of cases, if there is an issue there, uh, these farmers want to know right. if something's coming off that farm because you know financially they don't want some of the things they use on their crops flowing down the stream. Right. They want to apply at a level that the crops will use, and, and, and these tests help them know that, but they also help show uh, that they are good stewards and we are farming across the state in a, in a very environmentally sustainable manner. Right, and that, again, that gets into the issues that we things we stand for and, and things we're trying to support, and I think, you know, when we talk about Farm Bureau membership and, and people have the you know, they can just join and sit back and, and the work happens, or there's so many opportunities for them to get involved, whether at the local level, attending meetings, mm-hmm. you know, becoming a part of the local board, uh, you know, taking part in that grassroots process right. uh, to help define some of these things, or, you know, getting involved in some of these initiatives to, to provide food for food banks uh, and things like that. And that's, yeah. that's really critical. There are a tremendous amount of opportunities in our organization. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're working, and I would say an emphasis for us right now, is to do a better job recruiting new young members mm-hmm. to our organization. Um, that's like any entity. If you aren't bringing new young right. people into it and developing them to be future leaders in your organization, you're failing. Uh, or will fail at some point in the future. So I I think you look at, we have, again, we start with FFA and 4-H at the -hmm. the high school level. Uh, We now have collegiate farm bureaus, 10 or 11 chapters at ag colleges all across the state. Uh, Somebody out there uh, at one of the ag colleges, I would encourage them to get involved. Uh, You can learn about our organization. You can learn about opportunities you would have uh, they do a number of different things. You can learn about career opportunities right. uh, in agriculture. We, of course, do internship programs here at Farm mm-hmm. Bureau that's not necessarily as related to the recruitment of new members, but it, it is bringing 
people. And in some cases, they, we've had them end up working here that went through right. our intern programs. In other cases, uh, we've had them in uh, leadership positions uh, that certainly impacted agriculture yeah. uh, all across the state. And, and that's been important as well. Well, and I've seen, you know, these these youth leadership programs that we're so involved with and supportive of FFA, 4-H, um, some of those leaders and some of those kids get to go to our the National Farm Bureau Convention, the American Farm Bureau mm-hmm. Convention. They get to, you know, participate in things like our YFNR conference with mm-hmm. the collegiate level. And there's so many opportunities for them to go mm-hmm. make connections, meet people, see things, uh, and experience things that are going to be valuable, valuable to them down the road. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, Farm Bureau and the membership is kind of key in supporting their ability to, to do those things. And that's, that's preparing them for the future. Absolutely. It's very important for our organization. We've actually got a unique committee that's been doing some work for the past several months. We'll be continuing to do some work. It's, uh, again, a new young member recruitment committee. Right. And we've, uh, we've brought some staff from here and some folks in from across the state. And, and we, we tried not to bring in the, the old folks like me to, to run that. We wanted some young people with ideas right. about how we can better uh, reach out to folks to get them involved and how we can provide them opportunities and, you know, sh- demonstrate to them our value so they'll want to be a part of the organization, mm-hmm. Farm Bureau. And what do you, um, you know, if you're, you're talking to someone who's thinking about joining Farm Bureau, um, what would you say to a person who's, you know, who's he- kind of hearing the messages we're putting out and, and thinking, well, maybe I do want to be a part of that organization. What would your sales pitch be to, to someone you're talking to? Well, it to? depends on who you're talking to. Uh, in many cases, if I'm talking to a young farmer out there, uh, you know, I can cite case after case and issue after issue, whether it be something we've lobbied for at the state legislature, something we've lobbied for at the national level, uh, issues related to regulation of Mm -hmm. agriculture, issues related to trade and markets and world markets and issues related to food safety, uh, so many things. I mean, we're, yeah. we're looking at the feral hog problem in the state, which can be devastating to agriculture and probably starting to have some impacts for folks outside of agriculture. Right. It's a terrible problem. They cause a lot of damage, and we've done a lot of work on trying to identify ways to help uh, contain and control uh, that problem. I've already mentioned the environment and mm-hmm. certainly – potential for tremendous regulatory burden there's already a huge regulatory burden on agriculture and certainly represents a cost to them Um, and and we want to help navigate that and we want to help make sure that when they are regulated uh, the regulations are workable Uh, and and you know there's a difference you can come in and say hey we're just going to stop doing something uh, but is that really the answer on, on some of these issues in many cases you know, technology has come so far, and, and, and agriculture is, is such a science. You know, today is so different than it was 20 and 30 years ago. And, yeah. I mean, we've got the technology and the research to back up the things we do, and we know we can raise these crops, uh, grow the livestock and other things. Uh, we can take care of them and take care of the crops. We can do the things we need to do to grow them. We can control the pests, be them plant or, mm-hmm. or, or animal pests, and we can do it in a way that's environmentally safe. 
Right. And I think, too, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people out there who they're not uh, large-scale farmers and they're not farmers at all, but they, you know, we, we've talked to some recently urban farmers, people who are doing smaller-scale things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farm Bureau and joining Farm Bureau offers the opportunity to connect with and learn from other farmers, more experienced farmers. Oh, sure. But also, I think, you know, I mean, a lot of these issues are big issues uh, that we deal with every day that impact a lot of things across, especially in a state like Arkansas mm-hmm. with an economy-driven uh, through rural communities mm-hmm. and through agriculture, uh, a lot of issues that people only hear about, mm-hmm. but you can have a role in, in thinking about it. and you can learn about the complexity of some of these sure. issues. If that if you're concerned about it, concerned about the future and, and, and sustainability and, and where your food comes from, you can learn a lot yeah. from, from taking part in these things. We have 12 commodity divisions in our organization, and these they're just groups of farmers that produce a certain crop, be it soybeans or rice or beef or poultry or, or mm-hmm. whatever, where they come together and get to talk about the issues that are affecting their particular commodity. Right. And really they serve in an advisory capacity and make recommendations to our board of directors and, and we follow up and do things for them. And one of those, you mentioned these smaller farms and all, mm-hmm. one of them is our specialty crops. Right. division and I, it has an emphasis right now on reaching out to maybe folks that haven't traditionally been involved in our organiza- organization. We think there's a tremendous amount of commonality in terms of the issues mm-hmm. uh, that they deal with between what we might call traditional, whatever traditional right. agriculture is, and uh, and some of these specialty crop producers that are producing for a local market, be it a farmer's market mm-hmm. or even a grocery store, in some cases even for restaurants. And, you know, we have a new meat inspection program That's in right. the state that we're trying to get off the ground. It, it, from a producer perspective, may be able to provide some additional marketing outlets mm-hmm. uh, for their cattle, for their livestock, uh, from a consumer perspective, it may be the opportunity to have additional uh, places to purchase uh, beef and other right. meat products that are that are locally grown, where you can even uh, know the farmer who's actually uh, producing them. So, you know, and if you look at ag, obviously, what we call the traditional farms, your larger scale farms, those farms that. Um, that really produce a commodity like rice or soybeans or, or, or even cattle on a large scale, poultry, you're talking about volume there that is needed to feed a growing population mm-hmm. in the world. And it's an absolute necessity yeah. that we have these large farms that can produce those type of, uh, those type of volumes of commodities. Right. Uh, on the other hand, we're seeing a tremendous amount of growth and really the only growth in terms of yeah. numbers in agriculture uh, in these smaller farms that are maybe a little more specialized and producing maybe for a local market, certainly a more localized market. And, um, you know, we think Farm Bureau has something to offer them, and we certainly want to work with them. And obviously in the structure of our organization, uh, their involvement and their input because we are, again, a grassroots yeah. organization. If they're involved, uh, they can tell us as an organization uh, what they would like for us to be doing right. for them and how we can represent them and, and help them as they go about whatever uh, endeavor they're doing right. out there in a farm setting. Well, and I think, you know, you mentioned the the new program for meat uh, and meat inspection, and that's a thing that I think, you know, 
people don't think about. They might have heard that heard about that. I think during COVID, you saw a lot of people saying, "I want to buy more. I want mm-hmm. access to these local products," you know, and and that's something that's going to help people get that access that they want to to get meat from someone right here in Arkansas or to get a product some right here in Arkansas. And that's something that when you join Farm Bureau, you're supporting efforts like that. You're supporting the ability for restaurants to serve local and, and all of that. That's that's part of something you you can be a part of as well. Absolutely. I think that is a program, that being the meat inspection program, that certainly has tremendous opportunities. we got to get it off the ground and mm-hmm. make sure it's successful. Um, but so many, because, you know, we had shortages of product at the grocery mm-hmm. stores uh, at times during this COVID pandemic. Right. Uh, largely supply chain is- supply chain issues. It was mm-hmm. not, you know, we were still producing the animals that was uh, getting them to the grocery shelves, and we had a lot of people. I've got a lot of friends in urban areas that didn't have a freezer and went out and bought freezers, chest type freezers, to put in their homes, and went out and bought larger volumes of beef from some of these local right. processor producers and processors. And uh, in their minds, I think at the time, maybe doing it out of necessity because they, there were shortages at times in the stores. But, you know, they still got the freezer right. and they've experienced uh, the process of going and buying a larger volume of, uh, of a locally produced product and they like it. Yeah. And so they're going to continue to do that uh, given the opportunity. And I think there are probably a number of others out there uh, if we're able to grow the the production capacity sure. to serve them, uh, that would do the same thing. And it's just one example of, of the type of things we can do uh, from a marketing perspective and yeah. hopefully provide assistance, uh, not only in the case of meat inspection, but maybe in other places. We grow fruits and vegetables right. and a lot of different things out there on smaller scale sure. in, in many cases and certainly we want to be available to get input from those people and and do whatever we can to help them well uh i want to thank you for taking time to talk about this stuff with me i think you know again this week farm bureau week we're talking about what it means to be a member of farm bureau we're trying to encourage people to to join farm bureau and i think talking about some of these things the issues we support the the difference people can make by being a member you know, yes, you're, you're going to have access to great insurance products through Arkansas Farm Bureau Insurance. Yes, you're going to get some great savings, Ford truck deals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hotel deals, food mm-hmm. deals, all of that good stuff. But you're also becoming a part of an organization that supports these things we've talked <coughs> about, education, youth leadership, local food, all of these things. You can play a role in that. Well, I think if you look closely at us and you look at the things we stand for mm-hmm. broadly and you look at these things that we do, uh, anyone in the state, most people in the state, could find uh, things that they would be supportive of. And then to uh, to buy a $40 membership, and in addition to those things, as you've already mentioned, you can download the little savers app and yeah. use it at restaurants and other places, and you can get a discount on hotel rooms right. if you're traveling, and you can get discounts on... Uh, even lawn equipment in some right. cases and vehicles, and there's the list goes on and on. And uh, certainly have a relation that ship there uh, via Farm Bureau Bank, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. maybe not many people out there necessarily know of, though Arkansas is a very significant state, I guess the largest state involved in, in the Farm Bureau Bank. And, and um, 
as I tell people, if you if you get a Farm Bureau Bank credit card and you use it enough over the course of the year, you don't even have to pay your forty dollar membership dues. Yeah, yeah. The bank will just simply send you a letter and say, uh, "Thanks for being a good customer. We have paid your dues for you." So, uh, you know, forty bucks to be a part of our organization, I think, is a heck of a deal. Yeah. Uh, simply from, as I said. The, the knowledge that we support what I consider to be Arkansas values for the right. most part. Um, but again, the, the benefits you derive and the other things that we do, I think you'll, you'll find something that uh, will make you feel good about being a membership member of our organization. Like I said, a lot of, for a low cost, you can make a big difference. Absolutely. And, and I think that's the importance here. So thank you again. I appreciate you talking about some of these issues. We hope to have you back again soon. Thank you, Rob. All right. Thanks. That's it for another Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture.